so hi, I'm Hannah Pudro. I'm a press officer in the public relations department here at King's College London. I know um, most of you are um, from King's and I hope that for um, any of you who may not actually be from King's that this will still be relevant for you because I'm sure the press offices in your own institutions and organisations probably work in a very same, similar way to, to us. Um, so to give you an overview of um, kind of who we are and how we work, um, there are seven of us in the team. Um, we're based over at JCMB in Waterloo campus. Um, we have three PR managers looking after the various different areas. Um, one of our PR managers looks after health, um, one looks after arts and sciences, and one looks after international, so global institutes and also, also international media. Um, two press officers, myself, I focus on UK media, and our international press officer, who as you can probably guess, focuses on international media. Um, and we're also supported by um, a fantastic intern, we have, have a new intern come in every year. Um, so that's a bit of an overview of, of our team and our, our job really is to publicise all the great research and expertise that's coming out of King's um, to the wider world, to the media, via the media, via social media, via digital media. Um, so if you could um, push me on two slides please, Billy. So I'm going to whiz through my presentation quite quickly, I think. So I think the first question really is what is the point of, of being in the news? Um, everyone probably has their own ideas about why this is important. Um, and it's really, I think, especially for you guys, it's all about that impact that you can have. So it's not just necessarily a case of, here's the article that I've got in the Telegraph or the Times, um, but actually the impact that that can have. Um, so just some examples of the kind of impact that, that we can see um, being reported in the media. It gets your messages out there. It might lead to funding and partnership opportunities. Um, it obviously increases your own and um, history and policy and also King's reputation, profile and influence. Um, and obviously most relevant for you, um, a potential influence on policy. Um, and we do have examples of, of impact in various different places across a lot of the work that we've done. Um, I think we might have Um, so, for, for example, just off the top of my head, a, a recent one, this was actually something that happened over in the health schools. Um, we worked on promoting some research about fingerprinting on ivory. I don't know, some of you may have seen it on the, on the website. Um, I've got a slide a little bit, but forgive me, I, as Billy said, I've stepped in at the last minute, so some of my slides are a little, a little uh, confused. But, um, so, so we worked with the researcher to promote his research. Um, he had basically, he and a PhD student had been working on a method by which to um, get fingerprints from ivory, which is very difficult to do um, due to the, the nature of um, the material. It's very porous, so it's very difficult to dust for prints. Um, they've managed to um, not so much find a way, but they have validated a way of doing that, and it's potentially able to be used in the field. And as a result, um, he was approached by the head of a reserve in Africa to work with him to try and get that technology out into the field. So just a, a slightly different example of the kind of impact that, that can be had by being in the media. Um, so this is just a few examples of, um, of kind of being in the news. Um, so it, it can vary the, the way you feature um, and we work on a both proactive and reactive basis. So we work with the media pushing out stories directly, whether that be through a press release or whether that be um, through a comment that somebody might like to make about a certain something that's going on in the news, or whether that's reacting to media inquiries. So um, we, we are taking inquiries from journalists on 
um, events going on the news on a daily basis and they're looking for experts to comment and that's where you guys come in, that's where we contact you um, and, we, and we push out your expertise that way. Um, if there is something that you want to comment on, um, a particular news item that's really relevant to you or something that you think is really interesting or if you have a comment to make on a big story, um, please do get in touch with us um, because it's really great to hear from people who are keen to comment, keen to give their view, keen to make um, the conversation a little bit wider um, around whatever's going on in the news um, and, and we can work with you on, on pushing comments out um, as appropriate. Um, so as I say, reacting to the headlines, this is a key part of, um, of, of actually where I come in. Um, and there's some things to, to consider. Um, obviously, we are working with academics from across the whole of King's, and we, we, um, we rely on that relationship with you in order to, to help us decide um, the, the action that we take. So just a few things to bear in mind. Um, there may be certain things that you can or can't comment on. Um, obviously, there's much wider considerations in terms of funders, controversial topics, and that's something that we would work with you closely on in order to decide whether it's something that you can comment on. Um, speed is of the essence. I know that's not always ideal, but unfortunately, the media works very, very quickly. Um, we may take an inquiry from, from a producer or a journalist who wants to speak to somebody within the next hour. Um, and then it's our job to go off and find somebody who's available. So when you're coming to us and you'd like to comment on a story, these are some of the things to bear in mind. You know, are you available? If you aren't available, is there anyone else you work with who might be able to comment on this particular story? What's the best way we can reach you and how quickly might you be able to respond? Um, I think, you know, the key thing to bear in mind here is, is that time um, in order to get your message out quickly and to, to not be repeating what everyone else is saying, I think time is really, really key for us. So just an example of um, how quickly actually even something like putting together an op-ed or an article, um, so this is just an example um, of, of the time difference, um, extremely, extremely quick and then that gives us a chance to sort of pitch that in and uh, for it to have the most impact it possibly can. So just again, I think this is just key around um, the impact that something like, so it's not just a case of uh, a short comment necessarily, um, you probably see quite a lot, I would hope, um, so-and-so from King's College London said within an article, but another thing that we can help with is if you have some, a longer comment that you would like to make, we can work with you to, to see whether it might be the, an appropriate thing to pitch out as an, an op-ed, um, giving you the chance to explore it in a bit more depth. Um, and we, you know, we work closely with various, um, various media to work out where might be the best place to put that. It's something we'd like to do more of, so um, you know, really keen for people to get in touch if it's something they want to work on, and it's our job then to work with you on, on getting that out to the right people. Okay. So this is just an example of um, a kind of divide and conquer situation. So as you can imagine, there are certain things that hit the news that we get a lot of calls on, and there's a lot of different types of expertise that we have at King's that can, that can potentially lend something to it. So just to give you an example, um, during the general election, obviously there are lots of different elements um, that King's academics might be able to speak about. 
And part of what we would do, um, as you can see, lots of different names um, getting involved, lots of different people with their thoughts. And part of what we're here to do is to help divide and conquer, um, to help work out who is, who, who is most appropriate for certain queries, um, and to make sure that everybody is pitching in, who, who wants to speak, and, and also that um, we're kind of widely represented on a number of different areas. So another, um, hopefully, good example in the future will be the EU referendum. Um, so we're currently working with a few different academics who are commenting on various different areas. And it, it works really nicely to show that um, kings can, can speak about various different topics. Um, so, you know, as you can see, we've, we've worked closely with um, Andrew a lot about a lot of different things and um, it's really great to, to get in touch kind of proactively and let us know what you think you can speak about and what you would like to speak about so that we can kind of work this out in advance so you know if there is anyone who wants to comment on the <laughs> referendum please do let us know um, and uh, so, so, so yeah so this is an example of that. So I think this is what's probably of most interest for everybody um, in, in terms of making the headlines and what, what necessarily makes your research or your expertise um, interesting and newsworthy. Um, so just to focus a little bit on the newsworthy angle. Um, the key things that we're looking for, and it's not exhaustive obviously, um, is that human interest angle to your research. Um, whether what you're finding or commenting on is new or a new angle on it, and of course, as we've discussed, if it's relevant to something that's going on at the moment, then obviously that increases how newsworthy it is. So these are all things that we bear in mind when people approach us with their research and their expertise. Um, obviously, there's a lot to consider. Um, you know, obviously, you, I'm sure, will collaborate with other organisations. That's something that we need to take into account. Um, your funders um, and your availability, obviously. Um, and then a key point on the publication date and embargoes is that actually we need as much notice as possible. So if you're working on something interesting, please do let us know as soon as you can. We're very used to working with papers in draft form, papers under embargo, um, and obviously keep those absolutely confidential until such time as they can be released. But it just really helps us to prepare things in advance. Um, unfortunately, when we receive papers sort of after they're published or very close to the publication date, it does limit what we can do with it. Um, and so as much notice as we can get is, is always greatly appreciated. Um, the kinds of things that we can do um, and the kinds of, kinds of things that we, we work with academics on on a regular basis, obviously press releases. Um, so we can work with you to draft a press release with your key messages from your findings. Um, we can obviously send out press notes or invites to events, so events is something to consider that might be, um, might be of interest to the press. Um, we obviously have our website where we post stories, post um, online web stories about, again, research, interesting things going on. And then obviously, more and more, we're considering our use of digital media and social media. Um, so whether that's videos, podcasts, um, or, or going out on our social media channels, it all comes into what we're considering when we're looking at what sort of thing we can do with your research or expertise. So this is just a few examples of, of impact. So this is the um, ivory story that I was referring to. Um, so you know we're really our aim obviously is is to is to 
get messages out into the media, but obviously with the ultimate goal being that it has some sort of impact in the world, and we want to show King's reputation as having an impact in the world. So um, I'm just referring to my notes as to what these examples are. So the bottom one here um, is some research from the IOPPN into mental health. Um, and this actually helps us secure a pay increase for um, some members of the UK's armed forces and influence a top-level military decision not to extend the length of operational tours. So really, really key, um, key impact there. And the IOPPN have their own kind of dedicated press office. As you can imagine, they have a lot coming out of there. Um, and then the ICSR, um, as again, like you may have seen, they comment a lot on issues around terrorism and extremism. And they have a lot of impact in terms of policy, um, and part, partly because of the fact that their opinions are so widely reported in the media. Okay, so digital media. We um, produce in, and create podcasts and videos in public relations, so it's just another way we can work with you. It may be that you come to us with a piece of research, and we look at all the different options and decide what is most appropriate. Um, as you can s maybe see, if it's not too blurry, our, our podcasts and videos do, do well, and we share them on our social media channels. We share them with journalists. We share them with producers. Um, there's, there's many different ways they can be used, and obviously with things developing to become more and more digital, it's very important that we have that kind of digitally rich content that we can use across different channels. Um, so this is another way that we can, we can help get your, your findings out there in a more visual, more engaging way, and also in a you know, very modern, very digital, very digital way. Um, so just to give, I know obviously um, Bernard has spoken in depth about social media, but just to give you a few sort of figures on our own channels. Now obviously departments and faculties have their own social media, so focusing on the main King's channels, um, we have 121,000 likes on Facebook, so as you can imagine it is a good channel to, to get things out there. And on Twitter, um, over 46,000 followers. So we're trying more and more to make sure that we're engaging on social media with um, research findings because actually it's a great way of telling people about what you're doing. Um, conversation happens on there around, actually as Bernard said, um, everything you could possibly imagine. So just because you think your particular area may not be the sort of thing that they're talking about on social media, I would say that's absolutely not true. Um, and that conversation happens around absolutely everything on social media. And the more and more we have this digitally rich, engaging content, the more it, it's going to be shared in that way. Um, so we can also produce infographics as well. Um, so just again, an example, and there is lots of free software we can use. We actually use PictoChart, which is, is quite a good one. Um, and it's again, it's a, it's a great way of getting across the message very easily, especially on something like Twitter where you are limited. So, um, so that's a, just, just another visual example. So just to highlight the importance of online news, because I think um, some of the time that um, print seems as though it should be more sort of highly regarded, um, online perhaps being considered a little bit more transient, but the reach um, is obviously, as you can see, absolutely massive. And as you can imagine, as we become ever more digital and social, um, online news is, is increasing in its reach dramatically. Um, so. You know, we, we work a lot with online outlets and we're starting to reconsider some of our... So we, we work with a priority list because obviously we, there's only seven of us in the team so we can't work with everybody. 
Um, and we are at the moment reconsidering some of the outlets that we're working with as a priority based on the fact that online shares are so key for reach. Um, and then this is just to illustrate the importance of um, not forgetting about the tabloids. I think sometimes there is a little bit of um, reluctance amongst the academic community to, um, to engage with tabloids, but again, their reach is absolutely huge. Um, I'm sure you yourselves are very aware of how much the reach of the Daily Mail website is. Um, it, it is massive and it is a really important area and it's, it's not to be forgotten. And our, our part of what our job is, is to work with you and to work with the journalists to make sure that the key messages are there. Um, the same as we would with any other paper, but just, just a note to highlight, you know, don't forget about them. Um, they are very, very key. Um, now, I don't work directly on international media, but just to give you um, an idea, we, again, I think because of where we are, we focus a lot on UK media, but actually the international outlets are really important as well. The BBC World Service, obviously. Um, and again, we're reconsidering some of the titles we have on here as to those that are most important online now that we're seeing things being shared so widely. So just to give you an idea of some of the ones that we work with. Um, and in terms of international media, we work in specific key markets, again, because there are actually only two people in our international team and they simply can't look at titles across everywhere. So just to give you an idea of the places where we focus, that's not to say that we don't look at titles in other areas, but these are the kind of key areas of focus. Uh, now, a couple of final points. Um, if you are interested in getting involved with media work, one of the most important things you can do for us is to add your details to the directory of experts. Um, so it gives you the opportunity to put a little bit about what you can talk about, your areas of expertise. Um, you can see that languages are actually quite important for international media um, and any experience you've got. Um, and if you can fill that in, that is actually searchable to the media. And then the extra detail behind the scenes is searchable to us in the press office. So if we get an inquiry, it helps us to find the right person with the right expertise and work with you on that. Um, and then another thing that we offer is media training. Um, now, it's an absolutely excellent session. We run it every few months. Um, and it's run by two BBC, ex-BBC journalists who really put you through your paces. They give you a little bit of kind of theory and some tips and advice on media interviews, but then they do actually put you through a couple of media interviews um, where they really do put you through your paces and ask you the difficult questions because it is key to be able to answer those difficult questions. Um, you, you know, you're, you're, you may not consider your area to be particularly controversial, but that doesn't mean to say that you might be stumped with a question <laughs> that is um, not something you were expecting. So it's always good to be prepared. And obviously in the press office, we can offer that kind of advice as well. Um, so, just to, I think we'll open up to some questions, is that right, Billy? Um, so just some of some thoughts um, it, around controversial topics. We'll obviously um, work closely with you on key messages around controversial topics, because we do appreciate they come up, and we do work with them regularly. Um, let us know if you've got upcoming reports that might be of interest, talks and events. Um, if you have colleagues who you think actually could have a really interesting area for the media, please do let us know or encourage them to add their details. Um, and if you are interested in media training, you can um, actually send over your details and we can, we can put you down on our list for that. As you can imagine, they're in high demand, but we, we do try to get people onto there as much as we can. Thank you.